0: You're listening to the Limitless Broadcasting Network. What's your favorite scary movie?
2: What's the boogeyman?
1: you hang up on me again, I'll cut you like a fish, understand?
2: It's showtime.
1: Hello, guys, and welcome back to You Can't Kill the Boogeyman Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Robbie. And I am Sammy. And today, we do have some special guests for you. But before we get to that, we have some announcements. So you can catch us at a couple of shows. Coming up, our first, our next show is going to be the House of Mouse Expo, March 2nd through the 3rd. Mm-hmm. That's going to be in Kissimmee. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to be at the Indiana Comic-Con convention, March 22nd through the 24th. And then April 5th through the 7th, we're going to be at Smookala in in Tampa. Tampa. Mm -hmm. Very excited about that show. That's Mm -hmm. the 5th through the 7th. Mm -hmm. And then I want to talk to you about our newest podcast we are launching on our network. It's called Rant Radio. We have it sponsored. I don't know if you guys like to do rants, but if you do... If you're passionate, go ahead and call this number, 844 857 7268. And for the best rant, we're uh, offering a thousand bucks. One of our show sponsors is giving it away.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: happy ranting. Yeah. So today we are jumping into Ghostbusters. And again, we have some special guests. So mm-hmm. go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, my name's uh, David Klein, and I'm here with uh,
3: Ryan, and we're from uh, Sinister Scripts Podcast. Hey, guys. Yeah, no, I'm Ryan, um, co-host for Sinister Scripts Podcast. We look to uh, record our first episode on March the 29th. We hope to, uh, it's my birthday, so we're hoping to post Um. our first episode on on my birthday later later on next month, so check it out. Um, We look forward to putting some content out there, and we appreciate these guys for having us on the chat for a little bit.
2: Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I actually
1: met you guys at Days of the Dead Atlanta.
3: Yes, that sir.
2: was yep.
1: actually our very first show. That's the furthest we've ever been out of Orlando
3: or right. Florida.
2: Mm-hmm. So okay.
1: you guys go to the Days of the Dead
3: a lot. Yeah, we've been the last couple of years. I think David may have gone a couple of extra years before hey, uh, I, going.
4: I went to the very first one, which I think was like... I can't remember the date or the year it was, but I've been to the very first one. I've been to the first couple, kind of skipped a few. And then uh, Ryan, I told Ryan about it about two years ago when I first met him and talked about it. And he was like, man, I really want to go. So last year I was like, Hey, you know, you want to come? And he was like, uh, hell yeah. Brought him <laughs> and he had the time of his life. So now he wants to go every year. <laughs> How was, <laughs> it? was it?
1: Was it slow? Cause I didn't I mean, get a chance to walk around. No, like family, it, was, was, it? it mm-hmm. was pretty
4: busy. Like, uh, Fridays, of course, are always pretty slow. Yes, you know, Cause everybody comes in and they come in on Saturday. Saturday is always balls to the walls, Yes, yeah. especially like in the mornings, like everybody's waiting in line to check in and stuff like that. Uh, Sundays are always really slow. Yes. But,
2: yeah.
3: Saturday is definitely the biggest day there. Yeah.
2: Well, who did you guys yeah.
3: go there to see? This year, I think, I mean, I can't speak for David, but I think we're kind of on the same page. We went for all the folks from Aliens, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we went to see that whole whole group, you know, that Newt, Newt being there and, uh, you know, Hicks and, you know, all of them. Like, it was not, it was good to see them because that's a film that, you know, is near to dear in my heart. So I went for them. And honestly, like, the one of the people that I didn't expect to be. Amazing! That was so much fun to talk to. Was uh, was Doofy from Scary Movie? Oh yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> just, just oh, sitting yeah. down and having a conversation, he was super down to earth. So I really enjoyed speaking with him. Yeah, he was awesome. He's good people.
1: That's fun. David Arquette and him are actually friends in real life. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he spoofs him in the screen movies, oh, yeah. and I'm just like, but I guess they can see the humor in it, so they're actually good friends in real life. Yeah, that's
3: yeah, pretty that's cool. pretty funny.
1: Did you guys see the Hellraiser people there? Um
3: We know you know as well as I do. When you're going there and you're meeting people and you want to have them sign your stuff, that you're like, "Hey, I'm a huge fan." Yeah, you gotta you gotta pick your battles. I feel like because before you know it, you're (laughs) you're five or six hundred dollars into you know some of your your memorabilia, (laughs) and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I want to meet everyone." And honestly, the most fun I have is probably some of the people I didn't get to sign anything, but just going around and just start shooting the shit and just talking to people and kind of that's always fun (laughs) they're much more approachable than i thought they'd be and when you come to think about Mm -hmm. it like they're just people like us right so Mm a lot of times you know they just want to have a conversation and they're usually very kind yeah Yeah. who are you you talking about in general just i mean I'm i'm trying to give an example uh like walking around and just uh not at his booth but we, i ran into michael ironside okay <laughs> and he was su- super kind just like i just kind of bumped into him going around the corner while i was waiting for david he was having a smoke and and he just he was like hey you know how are you doing and we just started talking for a few minutes and he was just you know it was mm-hmm. it's, a, it's just almost surreal well, I'll talk about, um, last year's when they had the terrifier group there for yeah. the okay. premiere of
4: terrifier two. Like mm-hmm. everybody that they had there, that was from the movie. We all got to kind of hang out with and talk with and just, yeah, like he was saying, shoot the shit with like, that's it was awesome. really cool. Like they just walk around like, cause it was the main guy's birthday that weekend. So they had like a huge birthday bash that Saturday. So he's taking pictures with everybody. He's stopping, shaking people's hands, talking
1: with everybody. It's really cool.
0: Oh so, yeah, I bet. that's fine but the
1: terrifier is a good movie everybody is so like into that movie yeah Yeah, it blew up
4: really especially
1: before that second one came out yeah I I still have not seen
4: the second one after the first one (laughs) like it was like man I know the second one's gonna be super brutal I gotta
1: pump myself up to watch that one Mm -hmm. (laughs) we have not seen the terrifiers yet Mm, we haven't either Yeah. yeah one thing I'm i do a... like about the terrifier though is that all the special effects scenes are shot practically it's yes. no no yeah. special effects so i i like that as a filmmaker i'm just mm-hmm. like oh that's super cool mm-hmm. but it is super brutal yes,
2: yes. <laughs> and yeah, that's I'm not the a...
1: reason why we haven't done
3: it
2: yeah Go right, ahead. I'm, I'm not a
3: big i'm not a big gore guy like over mm-hmm. the top like i've seen plenty of things that are definitely like pretty bad but then that, when i i messaged david and i was like hey david Go watch the Terrifier movie and let me know if this is too much for me. And he messaged me like within an hour, and he was like,
1: "You might want to sit this one out for you know. <laughs>
2: it's yeah. brutal. Mm-hmm. We're
1: gonna cover it, but it's Eventually. just it's gonna be down our list. Like yeah. I'm gonna do yeah. a couple of shirt designs for it because nice. everybody loves it, mm-hmm. but yeah. we haven't seen it yet.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's turned into quite the cult following, that's for sure.
1: especially yeah. for the budget that
2: they oh, did to shoot it yeah.
3: and it just blew up.
2: Mm-hmm. But all four the,
3: movies try to be like that. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you mm-hmm. can get away with it, I mean, it seems like to be the way to go, because they filmed those first two movies for almost nothing. And now they're filming the third one and now they have money. Now they have yeah, people that are just throwing money, money at a it. Exactly. So mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting to see, like, the production quality kind of, yeah. you know, step up each time they've done mm-hmm. it. The first yeah. one to the second. I mean, even if you go back to All Hallows Eve, you know, where the character of Arthur Clown kind of became, uh, you know, a have you seen it, that one which, before?
1: Which movie is that from?
3: It's, it's before
1: the, Terrifier. Yeah. All Hallows Eve. Educate Educator's yeah. here.
2: Mm-hmm. Is, uh, <laughs> ex-
1: exclusive
2: scoop right yeah. here. Exclusive yeah, scoop. no, okay. there's
3: a, a movie that was called All Hallows Eve where the character of art was introduced originally and people love the character so much from what I understand that they kind of did like a spin-off and, made, and that's how the first Terrifier film got made, oh, is my understanding. No. Yeah.
4: And he really wasn't in that movie that often because i I watched it and it was okay it's not my favorite but i mean it's kind of like a few different stories that kind of intertwine with the same kind of character so he wasn't in it for that long it was a lot of weird stuff in it but yeah that's where he came from was that that goes to show
3: you but that goes to show you what a like if you have a character that people really identify with and they love like Mm -hmm. it caught on quick they were like hey there's something about that character and then like i said uh damian did the spin on you know it was like hey he needs his own feature film you know and and obviously the rest is kind of history the
1: actor that plays art the clown like he's a super nice guy i've met him at like spokala Mm -hmm. and i've seen him walk around but like the laugh he does oh like he (laughs) did it on he did a panel
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: it was just like oh you know Terrible. creepy. It, yeah it's so funny seeing him
3: without the makeup yeah. and then he starts talking and then like the, he said the laugh and you like you immediately are like holy smokes like
2: mm-hmm. it's just
3: it's it's so odd because it's especially when characters that are in in that much either make whether it be paint or prosthetic like and then you see them out like honestly if i saw that guy sitting at a chili's i probably would would have walked right past right that, i had mm-hmm. no idea right right i mean mm-hmm. i know who he is now but it re- initially I had no idea, but no that's mm-hmm. pretty funny. That, that character is really taken off. They do a lot of yeah. cons. They do a lot um, of so horror they cons. They
2: mm-hmm. That Friends. and the
1: people from The Scream, nineteen ninety six, they yeah. just yeah. travel around and do so many cons. And it, it's surprising with like Matthew Lillard's shooting schedule, how he actually mm-hmm. can fit that I know, in.
0: Right? How does he have time right? for all this?
1: He's what a wild, like kind of resurgence
3: to his career he's had, I feel yeah. like with, you know, uh, the Five Nights at Freddy's exactly. now being like, I guess, multiple films now, and he's kind of embedded in that, which is kind of cool late in his career. Mm. Right.
1: He signed a three picture deal for that. Yeah, Three
3: pictures. Yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. good for him.
1: And like, yeah. he was on Mean Girls. Do you remember <laughs> that? About like That, that, <laughs> that kind of made a resurgent for him. Like, I guess he never fell off from the horror genre, mm-hmm. but like. Right. I remember him in Hackers. Yeah, at oh the planet. God, yes. hmm He was serial killer in that. That was one of his best movies. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I was a big
3: scream fan. That's that's kind of why we went to the Mad Monster that was here in Atlanta because Nev was there, Jamie Kennedy, mm-hmm. uh, Skeet, and and Lillard. They were all there, so we got to meet all of them, along with uh, Lee Waddle, the original Ghostface from the ah, first yeah. 96 mm-hmm. film. And like, it was just funny seeing. I was like, you know. Like a lot of these guys haven't done a whole lot with their late like later in their career, but then a lot of them have these resurgences, and it's really fun to see going back, especially Lillard seeing him like, like you said, from Hackers is when I first saw him too. Did you see Jamie Kennedy's
1: Super Bowl commercial with Usher? I, I missed it. You
3: should no, go back. Either, he,
2: yeah.
1: he just had a Super Bowl commercial with Usher. And I was like, Jamie Kennedy, is he that famous enough <laughs> to you have made a it, yeah. Super Bowl commercial with Usher?
2: Yes.
3: I guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't even I have to go back. I missed a few of them.
1: I feel like I, I saw some good ones, but then I also missed a bunch of them, apparently. Yeah. So let's go ahead and jump into the Ghostbusters. Good. I'm okay. going to have Sammy take it away from here.
0: Yeah. So we usually like to do summaries. We'll go over some taglines. This one has a lot of taglines.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. a
0: lot. Um, And then we'll kind of go over some of the stars and everything. Yeah. Cool. All right. So just brief summary in case you somehow have not seen this movie. Three parapsychologists are forced out of their university funding setup, who are forced out of their university's funding, set up shop as unique ghost removal services in New York City, and that attracts frightened yet skeptical customers, which I guess, yeah. That works. Yeah, I don't know. I always steal these from IMDb, so... It's usually whatever's the first one on there. Right on. So, the taglines, like I said, there's a lot for this movie. Um, the first one is No spook, specter, or haunt will ever be safe again. So,
1: what do you guys think of that? I don't know if I've actually heard that one before.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't. Yeah, this that's why I was surprised there were so many because I don't think I've heard of a lot of these right, for this movie. Right. The second one is a bit long for a tagline, in my opinion, but we'll see what everybody thinks. So catching the undead is their life. It's not a pretty job, especially the way they do it. But somebody has to. Oh, that a
2: it's like, that's like a, that's a long one. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. This
0: movie it seems like a bit much to put on a movie poster, but again, you
2: know, yeah,
0: yeah, it's whatever.
4: Doesn't really right. make you think Ghostbusters either, really. Unless...
0: it really didn't. No, <laughs> I agree. Uh, next one we've got is they're here to save the world.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Or at least New York city. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: and then kind of a spinoff on that one coming to save the world this summer. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, we're ready to believe you. Now that one I like from the, you know, Mm -hmm. and then of course, who you going to call ghostbusters? So that's obviously a classic. Yeah, right. Um, we've got The Supernatural Spectacular. Which, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> eh, okay. Eh. Yeah, that's
0: how I feel. <laughs> eh, it's all right. No, it's okay. And They Ain't Afraid of No Ghosts. It's
2: good. I like Again, it.
0: Yeah, that, that fits. And the last one I find interesting The World's Most Successful Comedy.
1: Okay. Maybe at
4: maybe at a time, sure.
0: I don't know. It's strange. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, sure. Okay. Oh, yeah. a lot of
4: random taglines that I've never heard before. Yeah.
0: And they had right. extras in there for the re-release when they put it back in theaters in like 2014. I didn't even include those because I was just like, there's enough oh, wow. on this yeah, list already. Exactly. We'll go with the original ones, but it was a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the movie was rated PG. And its official genre is comedy, fantasy, and adventure, but I know a lot of people kind of put it like comedy, horror kind of mm-hmm. category, cause it definitely has some scary moments in it for sure. Yeah. And director was Ivan Reitman, who also produced it. And then the writers were Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis, who also starred in it. Yeah. Along with Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver. So yeah, and it came out June 8th, 1984 which I is didn't... just
3: wild to me yeah <laughs>
0: <'Cause>
3: <laughs> Why? the reason i say that is because they like the the i was watching some uh you ever watched that show the movies that made us yes Yes, we watched that yeah, they, just the other yeah I, I was watching that recently david was like hey check this out there's a lot of good stuff in there and when they were like oh we we got the script in i think it was may of 83 and they were mm-hmm. like you can have your 25 million dollars it's just got to be out by june of 84. And then mm-hmm. by the time they got all the special effects people in line, they're like, Oh, we've got ten months. So this whole film like came together that quickly. Very it's just fast.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: for Hollywood,
0: that
1: is
3: right.
2: remarkable. Mm-hmm. Incredible to get it
1: shot, <clears throat> produced, and edited in mm-hmm. ten months. Yeah. They were yeah, really exactly. hustling it's insane to get that yeah. going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to get that summer that summer blockbuster money. Yeah.
3: That's right. what they're
0: aiming for, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, their box office gross in the USA was two hundred ninety eight point five million. So,
4: in and, and eighty four, that's crazy.
0: It's insane, literally insane. Yeah, if you think about the time frame.
3: Love that money.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the movie's runtime is an hour and forty seven minutes, and it was distributed by Columbia Pictures. And the production companies were, of course, Columbia Pictures, Black Rhino Productions, and Delphi Films. Okay. So I always cool. like to see who worked on it. You know, there's a good book
1: about uh, Columbia Pictures, the robbery of Columbia Pictures. It It's oh, okay. uh, about the story about how Columbia Pictures got got sold and mm-hmm. what happened with it and behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are into that,
2: mm-hmm. that's something t- to did check they, out. You said when they got sold to Coca-Cola,
1: to Coca-Cola,
3: yeah. yeah,
2: right, and all yeah. and
1: all that stuff yeah. behind it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I'd love to read that. Yeah, I'll have to check that one out. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: all right and then we always steal some trivia from imdb too but definitely jump in especially since you watched the uh special on netflix because i cannot remember everything that was on that special (laughs) oh so almost none of the scenes were filmed as scripted and most of them had at least one ad lib and most of bill murray's lines of course were ad-libbed oh yeah (laughs) i'm not sure. no
3: shock there yeah most of those got between between ramus and and uh bill murray and everybody that came from snl Aykroyd and second city like i'm not surprised that the whole movie's not ad-libbed right Mm -hmm. yeah which
0: yeah essentially yeah they just kind of ran with it so So... the basic storyline i guess and then
1: when you're Mm -hmm. ad-libbing the only thing i don't like is like for reshoots like if you have to reshoot a scene Mm
2: -hmm. how Mm -hmm.
1: are you going to remember what you what you said originally Oh, exactly. I agree. But that's and
3: that's even <laughs> that's almost to me even more impressive because, yeah, they, you mm-hmm. know, at one point they were talking about and that where they uh it was almost called was it Ghost Breakers? Ghost of Breakers. Ghost yes. Yes. This is the
0: name issue. Right? Yes. And so yeah. So they're like,
3: we're going to shoot everything twice. And I'm like, if you're shooting everything twice, to your point, if you're ad living it, like, that's even yeah. more impressive that you did all that in one take when they were mm-hmm. like, all right, we're done. That's exactly. even easier. Like, <sighs> I love the the ability to just do it and be like, it's there. That's how good they were. It was yes. so good. We don't even need to reshoot it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah mm-hmm It's crazy.
3: Are you guys fans of the Ghostbusters? Oh yes. I fans. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. huge fan. huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Too.
2: yeah. It's a classic. I haven't
3: seen the new ones. I haven't seen what was it, afterlife? Afterlife. the afterlife. We haven't I, seen I haven't those s- yet either. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't oh, seen yeah, yeah. I guess there's another one coming out too, right? Yeah, in March. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah.
4: it was good. Like it was a nice throwback. They didn't put too much nostalgia in it, like some That's movies good. like that do. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's a great family movie. You know, took my son to it, and he loved mm-hmm. it because I I showed him the original Ghostbusters, and he thought it was great, and oh, okay. super excited about that new one. And it was great; it was a great movie. So I'm I'm excited about the new one too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, oh, that's I'll good
3: have to watch him. I'll have to I'll have to put it on the old the old list to watch then.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly.
1: that's good. We're we're with you right
3: there.
0: Obviously, yeah, because that's what we're doing the series. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. Okay. So when Lewis Tully mingles with his party guests when he's talking about all that nonsense, like the price of salmon and he's just hammering <laughs> on and on. That scene is one continuous shot and almost entirely improvised.
3: Oh wow. I can see that. Yeah. That's amazing. Rick
0: Moranis. Yeah.
3: yeah so there we go. Good. There's another one on site. Yep. Yeah. yeah, David and I were texting last night and he was like how many like is it anyone else find it hilarious how he just keeps getting walked out of his apartment the yeah,
1: whole movie? It's the best <laughs> Every thing time he ever. doesn't have a key on him or anything yeah, like that.
0: Yeah, and then he's a key master or whatever at the end. It's like so exactly. uh, yes.
2: yeah. I, didn't yes. even, I didn't even yeah. connect
3: that. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's so yes. funny.
0: <laughs> it's super funny. I love it. Oh, it's great. Oh, eh, OK, in the middle of the film's initial release to keep the interest going, uh, the director ran a trailer that was basically the commercial that the Ghostbusters used in the movie, but they replaced the 555 number with a 1-800 number so people could actually call in. And when you called, you got a recorded message of Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd saying something to the effect of, hi, we're out catching ghosts right now. And they had a thousand calls per hour, 24 hours a day for several weeks.
1: Wow. Well, I can believe it. All I those believe people that too. could call Rant Radio. That would be great.
0: Yeah. Right. How do we get them to call it? <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. You're right. <laughs> right. Just any dude with with rants. Could you imagine? Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, <laughs> uh, So Winston, uh, you met the actor. So
1: I actually was shooting a documentary yes. at Paramount mm-hmm. during the strike.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And it wasn't Paramount. It was Disney Studios. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Ernie Hudson was out walking around, and I got a picture with him. And I got yeah. to talk to him. Mm-hmm. He's Very super cool. cool guy, down to earth. I asked mm-hmm. him when he was going to be at the next con. He was like, you know, it's right just to walk in the door is twenty grand. That's what the show
2: wow. guarantees him
1: <laughs> yeah. for the weekend. Mm-hmm. So when he was like, uh, when you don't need the money and you don't need to fall out of bed for it, it's hard to get motivated. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I understand mm-hmm. that. But yeah. he's a super cool guy. My friend that I was shooting the documentary with, saw him first. And I just saw mm. him take off and running. And I'm like, what is this guy doing? Like, I thought he saw <laughs> something and whatever. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, that's the Ghostbuster. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. But he was out with the picket awesome. lines and everything.
2: Mm-hmm. Very cool. So, 20, he's a very cool 20, guy.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. 20 grand for the fourth Ghostbuster,
3: a lot of people's minds, like, it's not murray it's not ackroyd it's not ramus obviously ramus yeah. it can't happen but right it's crazy like i mean but ernie hudson's been in a lot of stuff though like yeah, outside yeah,
0: of he, yeah. oh yeah. yeah he has yeah a
3: lot of people right. want to meet him he was in airheads Head-toe.
1: yes he was he was he, the cop yeah yeah oh, he's, that's been right. on, he's been on a lot of things i mean oz. ghostbusters just kind oz. of top. he was yeah. in oz he was in uh congo
2: You've mm-hmm. yep. been in a lot
1: of things. Wow, that's that's a that's a pull. That's a nice pull. I like that condo. <laughs> okay. That's, that's what a guilty he does. pleasure You know mine. When I see Ernie Hudson, I think of Congo before I think of Ghostbusters. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm just because I liked Congo. Okay,
0: that's cool. Right yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Good pulls.
0: <sighs> well, so the character Winston was actually supposed to join the team much earlier in the movie, and he would have been at the hotel and gotten slimed. However, originally the role was going to Eddie Murphy, but he declined it. So then they rewrote the script to have Winston appear about halfway through and they gave a bigger boost to Murray's character. That's what I read. So that's why Winston doesn't show up for a while in the in the movie.
3: That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I kind of like it because it, it, I like how they played it into the movie because remember when they went to jail and he was like, I don't know these guys. I've only been with them for a week. Exactly. Like yes. yeah. They kind of worked it into yeah, the exactly. flow I of my the I like, got to get my own lawyer. Yeah. No offense. I got to get my own lawyer. Yeah, Exactly. Yes. No, I so did a good job like that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs>
4: Belushi mm-hmm. was also written in the role too for they I think did, Bill Murray. For yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. and then he died. Then he, so he passed
4: away. Yeah, yeah,
0: and they said that the uh, the Slimer ghost was supposed to be kind of an homage to him. So I thought from, that was yeah, interesting. Yeah, House, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. referred to him as Jim Belushi during filming. I guess that's I pretty that cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they they uh, they kept
4: wanting to make Slimer look like him. They're like, make it look like him. Make it look like him. The guy mm-hmm. who made it. He's like. Fuck okay. it, and he just kind of like didn't do anything. He just like here it is. It looks like him, but he didn't actually try I to remember because he already yep. made it,
3: nailed it,
0: yeah, <laughs> nailed it just like him. Yeah. That's great. <laughs>
2: so so worked out. That's
0: fine. Uh, uh, so, oh, actually referencing what we were talking about at the beginning with their tight schedule, uh, the director said that the final print of the movie actually included incomplete special effects shots and errors like visible wires, but remarkably people didn't care when they saw the movie so i couldn't uh,
1: really tell i mean let's be honest it, people will forgive bad video mm-hmm. the only mm-hmm. people will forgive bad special effects mm-hmm. the only thing an audience will not forgive is bad sound mm-hmm. if your audio
0: is fucked yep. up the
1: mo- movie is garbage
0: yeah, I, I agree. That. That's the
3: worst. I yeah. agree, mm-hmm. and I think that this that shows when they were they were doing the screening of it, and they didn't have any of the special effects built into the movie yet, and they were mm-hmm. like when she opened up the fridge, so Lorney opened, <laughs> yeah,
0: up the fr- and it just said like effects
3: here, <laughs> special yeah. effect here, like, yeah, like just, this. and then and then with what was it, Miss and, uh, the the Marshmallow Man, and his head was like bouncing along. That was mm-hmm. the only piece they included of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, and the fans mm-hmm. went crazy. So to your point, yeah. they didn't yep. care; nope. they knew something awesome <laughs> was going to be there, and right. like, they just went with it.
0: Yep. And, and I'm assuming this
3: was for the screener. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For the audience yeah, yeah, audience. Yeah. Audience, yeah. Uh-huh,
0: yeah. But I just think it's hilarious. So when she opened the fridge, they were all just like, ah, like, seriously, <laughs> there's nothing there, but okay.
3: Right. Exactly. It's <laughs> uh,
0: It's hilarious. Uh, okay. So with the song, so Ray Parker Jr. is the one who did the Ghostbusters theme song. Um, so he said that he tried to create the song for the movie in two days. Wow and at 4 30 a.m he saw a commercial for a drain company that reminded him of a scene from the film and that commercial helped him coin the popular line who are you gonna call then i thought that was interesting
2: it
3: rest is history yeah <laughs> it exactly worked, it worked it worked out mm-hmm. i mean that that whole thing Got nominated for a Grammy. It's yeah. one of the
4: most iconic songs ever. Like
0: brilliant. Really even yeah, as a 41-year-old,
4: I mm-hmm. hear that
3: and I want to dance to it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's you so can't great. not. Yeah, just bop along. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got it on vinyl downstairs. My daughter's like, what That's is
0: this? Oh awesome. I love That's it.
1: funny So there's a part in the movie where Winston not uh, uh Bankman is uh at the school with the psychics. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. The and they're
1: doing the electric shock
2: mm-hmm. yeah and you
1: know whenever he asks a question to the guy he always shows the card he's like yep, this yeah. is not your lucky day but when the girl does it he's like oh yeah you're absolutely right mm-hmm. you can't see to you <laughs> is why wasn't the guy be like why don't you ever can turn you her
0: flip it around when, her he card over? It when she does it
4: Again. yeah I I thought that this morning too when I watched it I was like why is this
1: guy not getting pissed and being like flip it around let me he see really her it and we were like he must be a stoner I mean obviously <laughs> yeah because
0: it, it was like five dollars right he right, said yeah, when he yeah. stormed yeah. out and I was like five bucks I don't think that was worth it in 1984 either so even, right.
1: even then five bucks wasn't a ton yeah uh,
0: no <laughs> you're
1: getting paid for this right
0: five dollars no.
1: but yeah I that's one thing i was like i can't believe this guy is not getting upset about yeah
0: and he's kind right. of
1: an idiot i mean Bankman was the ultimate like just like the used car
3: salesman just like a sleazy <laughs> like yes yeah. <laughs> hitting on like all the ladies in the movie mm-hmm. and it's just like does this mean this like i was actually watching it with my wife and there was a one of the scenes where he was talking to sigourney kind of hitting on her asking her mm-hmm. to go out to dinner or something and i was like does this actually work and she was like no <laughs> no
0: <laughs> no <laughs> Yeah, actually unless you're famous. Unless you're right? famous, I mean, yeah. Maybe then. And um when she calls him a, a game show host, actually the line mm-hmm. in the script was car salesman. So oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> I know that that, part. that's right on. Yeah, nice. right on <laughs> with this vibe. So <laughs> mm-hmm. uh okay. So we we're just talking about Sigourney Weaver. So when she does that floating effect off the bed, that mm-hmm. was a practical effect. So it's an actual physical like board that she laid mm-hmm. on. Um, and oh, it was just cool. hidden, um, by the curtains,
2: uh, yeah. you know, huh. or her
0: like dress, whatever that was hanging yeah. off of there. So that's cool. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool that it was all practical. Four feet above our covers. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Mm. hmm <laughs> Uh, so the exterior scenes of the Ghostbusters headquarters were filmed at the Hook and Ladder number eight firehouse in that's, the Tribeca section of New York City. That's
1: still there. Yes,
0: and they yeah, and have sister have a, was sister last sister year. sign in there. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like that would be cool to go check out for sure. Yeah. yeah. We
1: you. we have a friend that's really big into comic books and Ghostbusters, Dr. J. We met him at oh, all the yeah. mm-hmm. cons and he just got okay. a picture in front of that.
0: Oh, nice. In New
1: York for I think the New York Comic Con and he went over to the Mm -hmm. ghostbusters i
0: forgot about that headquarters Mm -hmm. it would be very cool
1: to see that though absolutely i bet so many people are like taking selfies in front of that
0: oh i can imagine they get lots of visitors yeah i'm sure um okay so talking about we talked about the money earlier this was the highest grossing comedy of all time until home alone came out in 1990.
3: which is also low-key probably my favorite holiday movie of all time so we're with you (laughs) we're with you Mm
0: -hmm.
3: i like number two better you you know that has been a debate and i've had it with several friends and they're like oh two is actually funnier but i just something about number one i don't i don't know man it's just the nostalgia of like you
1: absolutely great you know the dad actually throws kevin's ticket away if you notice <laughs> that the in, milk on it yeah yes. when he spilled the milk he actually oh, yeah threw it away
0: mm-hmm. yeah you can see him the and then the,
1: the comments his, mob it, boss. his uh dad makes about the brother he's like yeah it, like bad traveler's checks or something like that like he's oh, not, yeah. not paying mm-hmm. yeah yeah, Frank. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. but we yes. had that whole debate too about what his job was and we decided he was in the mob so we did yeah. we did
1: do a yeah. uh episode about I'm alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And awesome. at the, at the original script uh uncle frank oh, right. was supposed to kill kevin at the end no
0: he wanted to kill kevin that was the plot i he forgot was, about that wanted to kill yeah kevin. so it was like an inside job where he wanted kevin to be killed by the oh
2: yeah wow
0: i was like whoa
2: that's a stretch <laughs> that's
0: that's a bit much john Hughes. okay i don't know what we were doing with this but yeah i do think
4: it would have been the, the same movie plot. if they went with that one oh no
0: not. Not. no a bit of a different vibe yeah mm-hmm. yeah a little that's funny Oh, okay. So, all right. The Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man suits cost approximately $20,000 each, and they had three of them made, and they destroyed wow. all of them during filming.
4: So, oh, that sucks.
0: I know. I feel like was one. I know. What was, was like, the man, production budget of this? um 25 I didn't, million? 25 million. Yeah, oh, 25. $20, yeah. like, they, they said it. <laughs> I can't remember what it was.
1: It's good to have money to produce a movie. You it just you can just. Toss it
0: away. Oh, what was, yeah. that, what was
1: it, Reitman? It was like this. Feels like a twenty-five million dollars.
3: Yes.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. The demonic voices. So the demonic voice of Dana slash Zool was performed by the director Reitman, and then Patty okay. Edwards provided the voice of Gozer. I okay. hear
1: the producer and director. If you go to like a uh, a con for this, he'll show mm-hmm. up.
2: And, and, really? like
1: talk to fans Ooh. ghostbusters really. experience he'll just eat lunch at your table i mean i've, se- I've seen a lot of behind the scenes videos of him mm-hmm. just popping up and sitting that's down cool. at your table and be like hey wow. let's talk all right that's okay. awesome that's, that's pretty cool yeah. so we do a lot of cons to promote the network and everything yeah. and, and when we were at days of the dead bam margera was walking around like he's a regular civilian. Yep. We yep. met him before at uh, Spokala, so every time I see him, I try to get a picture, and I brought it up to him. I was like, hey, I met you at Spokala. Mm-hmm. I don't think he remembered, but his girlfriend remembered me. Okay. Oh, okay. There you go. So, and then she, he, they were with um, the porn star, Jenna Jameson. Jenna Jameson's
2: Jameson. yeah. wife mm-hmm. was with them. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, is, for as much,
3: as much hard stuff as he's been going through, I'm glad to see that he's back out there, to be honest mm-hmm. with you.
2: I yeah. tell him that
3: I'm like I'm glad you're back out here on these yeah. streets, back outside. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> sure. I mean, I, so yeah, I we didn't get the chance to talk to him. Actually, every time I walked by his booth, he was never there. Like I've I heard that a lot. Been yeah, I him. could see
0: that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. at least at Spokala, he was constantly just out. Which I think
1: around. he he was supposed to be at last year's, and I think he, was. he canceled. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. He, I was, know he was supposed to be at one Spokala, and he canceled.
2: and He showed up to the yep. second one, and
1: then they. And then he, uh, he's been pretty consistent. Like I'm surprised he actually comes to Florida at all because he was in a, in a conservatorship in Florida. Oh,
2: oh wow! God. And I'm surprised that.
1: he's just mm-hmm. like because that's why Kanye is in Wyoming because in the state of Wyoming you can't be under a conservatorship. That's why his <laughs> permanent address is Wyoming. That makes sense. <laughs> you can't do that, and he's like, "No." So I'm surprised he doesn't do the same thing. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay, back to Ghostbusters. <laughs> All right, so the rooftop set for the final confrontation uh, between Gozer and the Ghostbusters took up an entire soundstage. I'm sure. And required mm-hmm. fifty thousand amps of electricity to be properly lit. So Columbia Pictures actually shut down other stages while they filmed that scene.
4: Wow. Yeah, I could. That's crazy. Yeah. That's
0: insane. I could see it though, because it was very large.
4: It was very huge. LA.
0: Uh huh. And this is something I did not know. So Harvey Comics, who created Casper, actually sued the producers of Ghostbusters yes. because they said the ghost in the logo was too close to the Casper the, character. The
4: likeness so. mm-hmm. <laughs> oh,
0: And uh, yeah, the court said, no, there's only so many ways you can draw a ghost, so right. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, yeah. Like so a, they like didn't. He, he didn't win. No, because that's good. Yeah, like you said, it's yeah. a blob. Like, what are you gonna do with that? I mean, everyone draws ghosts like the same way. Come on now.
3: Right. I, mean, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You try to try to catch in on that. I guess if it's your that's yeah, probably that's what, what they were doing. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I also did not know this, but Gozer was actually a name related to a documented haunting in England. I did know this. All right. So oh, the name okay. Gozer appeared mysteriously throughout the Enfield Poltergeist House. It was written on walls and other things.
1: You know, Dan <laughs> Aykroyd's family is very big into like the spiritualism everything. Yeah, that's probably and why he, knew he that. actually talked about like pagan witches, black magic, mm-hmm. all that. He actually helped write the script. That's why it is the way it is. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: he wrote the original script and then they took right. it yeah, with yeah, His
1: Dad has a book about it
4: too, as well, like an actually mm-hmm. published book.
0: Mm-hmm. Really? I didn't know Dan
4: that. Aykroyd's dad does, yeah. Wow,
0: mm-hmm. okay. Did not know that. He I he said hear something like it.
3: his, uh, sorry, go oh, ahead. No, go ahead. He said something about his great-grandfather used to hold like seances in their old mm-hmm. farmhouse.
0: Yes. <laughs> wow.
3: Like, that's crazy. So yeah, he definitely, what, what do you call it? The family business. I wrote the script because yeah. it's the family business. Right. Family business, yeah. <laughs> okay. But like,
1: he's really into like UFOs and spiritualisms and sure. hauntings. Like he mm-hmm. believes that a hundred percent. He, like, I've seen interviews of him talking about like the men in black. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you or... Not that huh. I seen these? Know. Yeah. You should look it up. Wow. Okay. So he had a, I mean... he had a like beyond belief, like show for the travel channel. He was Mm -hmm. shooting it. He was shooting an episode, and I guess the powers that be didn't like it, and they shut it down without it airing. That sucks. So he still got paid for it, though. Maybe he's on to something. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. (laughs) Maybe.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. So the Proton Packs. They were much heavier than they looked, and some were heavier than others, depending on what this scene needed. Uh, And according to the director, none of the actors enjoyed wearing the packs. I'm sure. He said that Harold Ramis complained the least, which I believe... And he wouldn't say which actor complained the most, but he did strongly imply that it Bill was Murray. Bill Murray. Exactly. <laughs> right. Everyone knows right? You know, it was Bill Murray. Come on.
4: Exactly. I mean, they look that. they look super uncomfortable cuz like there's no yeah. give in the back. It's just straight right. hard on yeah. your back. There's no curvature, nothing. So it's mm-hmm. got to be
1: uncomfortable. Every time we go to the cons or everybody's walking around like a ghostbuster. Like a yeah. homemade one yeah i always
0: see it yeah i, I mean see somebody
1: more power to them they're just like with the sounds and everything i'm just like wow that's great but <laughs> pretty cool i've seen some elaborate ones oh yeah. yeah people are like oh it's 80 pounds 40 pounds i am like can you really <gasps> walk
0: around all day with that on your back no thank you
1: good for you bro not me <laughs> exactly
0: pass hard, pass. hard pass, i mean
1: yeah i like the soundtrack the beat or uh ghostbusters song but when you hear it over and over at a con because people have it yes. in the back in yeah. you get uh-huh. kind of tired it, i don't
0: know how people do that yeah. all day not just with like ghostbusters but you know the ones who just walk around with the music all day i'm just like
1: did you at days of like the, the day guy yeah the, uh, the blade guy oh <laughs> yeah, my god yeah, yeah, blade, I, was, yeah. I was literally doing live interviews and he came up and, and i was like, I. T- I was like, like "Can you turn your music down?" <laughs> Blaring that trance music. Yeah, because oh at first I was like, "Oh, that's super cool." Oh yeah, but then it too. got on your
3: nerves. <laughs> I yeah, can imagine. Like,
0: yeah, Shut three off, hours man.
3: later of like listening <laughs> to this guy walk around the convention center. No. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. Oh no!
0: Oh no! That's horrible. That's funny. Oh, <sighs> <sighs> okay. What else do we got? A couple more. um Okay, so at the end when they're marshmallowed. Um, Apparently, people didn't really see it as a big problem. Like, you know how everyone had a different amount of marshmallow on them?
2: Yeah. Um,
0: you know, people were not really too surprised, like, the Ghostbusters survived or that the marshmallow man, you know, blew up, all of that stuff. Um, but I guess when they were soaking them in the shaving cream that was not real mm. marshmallow dust Really, you know just in case right. you didn't know it was shaving cream <laughs> um of course murray was just like um i'm gonna have less on me you can put mm-hmm. more on the other ghostbusters you know At winston was covered yeah, yeah dan Aykroyd loved the shaving cream and was like please apply more so right. that's mm-hmm. part of why they're kind of all over the place with it can we, with,
3: can we so I was actually I texted this to David, Le- or I was talking to, to my wife, and I was like, you know, I'm watching this scene where they're shooting with the proton, like, and an, what was it, an unlicensed nuclear accelerator on their back? Yeah, they're yeah. shooting this marshmallow man, mm-hmm. and he's raining down mm-hmm. hot marshmallow onto people. Like, wouldn't that just be like napalm at that point? Or just <laughs> yeah. the entire street right? be littered with like bodies of people yeah. that are I melting, with burning alive. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you, when they're in the elevator at the first like oh we got That's one yeah and he's like maybe we should flip on the pack and he flips it on and then egon kind of stands and then, and then to the side just i'm just like that, i would do the same thing they
0: let me back up a little bit yes very smart
1: and then like when they're wa- when when they're walking up to catch slimer the guy's like oh we got a cockroach on 12 and the guy waiting for the elevator is like that must be some cockroach yeah Yeah. like going up he's like no i'll take the next one (laughs) 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 knowing me i would have been like yeah i'll ride with you sure why Why not not? (laughs) this will be the most exciting ride of my life let's see where this goes let's see this 100
2: (laughs) Mm percent
0: oh all right. The last fun fact I had apparently the jail scene was filmed in an actual prison that was reported to be haunted, and Ooh. the dailies had scratches all over them and they couldn't figure out what caused it.
2: Oh, yeah. Really? So That's pretty cool. the director yeah. was
0: kind of like, I don't really want to go back there. So they kind of had to like scrape together enough of the footage, but they made it. So they didn't have yeah, to we're go
1: gonna back. One- We're going to one shot this.
3: So.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. They <laughs> did not want to return. Yeah. They were just like, no. I've been <laughs> nuts. I know i bet was like
1: oh let's go back let's oh, she do probably it probably wanted to go it's, back reshoot, reshoot. <laughs> but exactly. the rest of the crew
0: said no they did not that's wild. funny mm-hmm. oh, that's,
1: a, that's an interesting one mm-hmm. yeah. with the state puff marshmallow scene don't you kind of yeah. think that was anticlimactic? like i expected more from him like he was just yeah. walking around and then but he didn't actually just... get to do yeah. much yeah he on a church yeah. I mean, he, yeah, 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 I mean, it's true. he was like, "No steps on a cr- church in my town. Like, Yeah, no, exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wanted mean, it to well, be a
1: more of a dramatic scene. Yeah, like a more of a like a yeah. final
3: boss kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, a after all the creature. build up. Yeah, but I think mm-hmm. that's kind of the point where, like, they were. It's being like this supernatural comedy is having like, of course, he's like, "Everybody, clear your heads." He's like, "My head's clear. It wasn't me." And then, of course, you know, mm-hmm. Atwood was like, "I couldn't use what? I, what did he say in the in the?" in the uh, I couldn't the, help it. Yeah, I couldn't help it. It, it, it was a mixture between the, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, uh, the Pillsbury Doughboy and then some some Canadian thing that they had. It was like a <laughs> <can't> character. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I mean, it was and then he's like, that's how the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man came to be and then they put the sailor hat on him and he almost thought of his chair laughing. So Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. It, it was a definitely comic relief, but I do hear sure. your point about it kind of being a little bit of like a letdown from a physical, right. mm-hmm. like like the final boss. Like I kind of feel like Gozer was gone, and then right. now you've got this marshmallow that you melt.
4: Well, uh, without without being too many spoiler alerts, watch the newest of the last, the last of the newest movies. Yeah, I appreciate okay. not, you not giving the spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> You'll appreciate it
1: a little bit better. Okay, okay. like um. Like, oh, I forgot what I was going to say, so keep going. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's oh, you're of good. Of I'll come to me.
2: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I'll um,
2: have to watch th- that one. Out of
1: all, like, now I remember, out of all the things that he could have chose for, like, <laughs> the final showdown, I'd say yeah. at The hug Marshmallow Man was probably the best choice he
3: the could make. Option, yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: <laughs> thinking, like,
3: as many, like, horror movies have I watched over the years, like, but what would have popped in my head probably would have been awful right yes, like i mean exactly. just thinking like yes. my mind would have yes. gone they would have been like don't think about the worst possible thing And my mind would have been like there <laughs> it is right, like right the worst possible yeah exactly 50, 50 foot tall pyramid head from freaking silent hill or something yeah. like that yes. you know what i mean like yes it would have been bad so the marshmallow man was yeah probably the least of the evils
2: mm-hmm. exactly that's fair yeah see
1: he, he looks friendly so i mean he does <laughs> yeah. so when they're in the in the library and uh, yeah. they see the the ghosts, mm-hmm.
2: nope. and oh, God.
1: Uh, yeah. they're like, get her, get her. The, be the, the attendant before that scene, they're like, e- uh, when not Egon, um, Venkman asks a question. He's like, are you menstruating right now?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I how asked is that her this.
1: I was like, how is this even relevant to her seeing a ghost? Did you right. guys? find that w- weird a as weird. well yeah i was thinking yeah. that when he was And the guy me. was like what does that have to do with anything and yeah. i'm yeah. thinking the same thing exactly. i'm just like what the hell does that have to do with anything bag asking this shit for yeah. like <laughs> and then he's like back off i'm a scientist but i wondered right. if that crept in your uh head too i was like why is that yeah. relevant to this it- yeah didn't need to
2: but <laughs> yeah
3: different time period part, i guess the first part, sure like are you doing are you on any drugs or mm-hmm. have you had any alcohol sure maybe it makes a little bit sense for the acid question but that seemed a little bit odd especially uh you know for the scene itself it was just kind of a strange request i mean yeah that's, but that's bankman that's the character that's right. i feel like it, i feel like he's kind of supposed to make you feel uncomfortable
2: also right for sure yeah. yes mm-hmm. oh yeah so.
1: do you guys have a favorite Ghostbuster? Ooh. Um I
3: kind of like Egon. Just, uh, yeah. I like that. Like, the only reason I say that is because, like, I kind of feel like, uh, like, he was a nerd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, for all those kids that were like, oh, it's not cool to be a scientist, that were like, you know, and then, like, the part where he's like, I collect mold, spores, and fungus. Like, yeah. like he was just, like, unapologetically, like, smart and, like, over the top and just didn't care. So mm-hmm. I kind of like that about Egon.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: I mean, I, I always liked Venkman. Just because I loved Bill Murray, but like yeah. as a kid, I always remember the cartoon, and I always mm-hmm. liked him on the cartoon. So it always, I always kind of associate the two as kind of the same person almost. So I got that's why
1: I always okay. went with. Do you guys know why they had a falling out in real life? Uh, him the, and Harold And Ramis. Yeah, it, I, it's something to do with uh, Groundhog's Day.
4: Yeah, is what they were saying on the Netflix thing that I watched. It was it was Groundhog's Day, like because. Uh, Harold directed it and Bill Murray was in it. And mm-hmm. I guess they butted heads way too many times or something or disagreements. It's amazing.
3: Something that high profile that we don't, we still don't know why even his daughter kind of alluded to the fact, like, yeah. there was, we don't know there was some sort of mm-hmm. falling out and they ultimately, whatever reconciled right before right. he passed away. But mm-hmm. I Thank mean, God for that. Yeah. Right. But that's just, it, it is kind of strange. It's just like, what could have happened? But I guess there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of egos, right? In yes. Hollywood. And so I feel like between that and, uh. You know Ramus not only being you know an actor but also producing and directing, like it seems like he I'm, I'm sure there was probably some pretty strong differences of opinions and oh, yeah. creativity yeah. like creative oh, yeah. aspects, so that would be my 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 guess if I had to, but I'd be interested to know like the true story behind that to be a fly on the wall, right Yes, right
1: yeah
2: mm-hmm.
1: yes. is there anything you guys would have added to this movie to make it better or take away from this movie? Ah.
4: I- I oh,
1: know, man, it, the ahead, first David. one is
4: so great. Like mm-hmm. even watching it now, it's just like everything's just from start to finish, just a fantastic film. Like I definitely I wouldn't take anything out. I don't really know if anything needs to be added to it. Like it's still to me holds up just as well as it did when I
1: was a kid. I wasn't a big fan of the cartoon. No, so I need to watch that. Like, I, re- I remember seeing mm-hmm, yeah. like bit, a few episodes, but nothing really like I was more fan of, like, X-Men or something like that.
3: Gotcha, yeah.
1: Yeah,
3: Yeah, it's kind of hard to say what you'd add or take away from a film that's, like, become as famous and as classic as this one has, right? It's kind of, I think it's it's almost perfect as it has been. To your point, you know, we pointed out a few things where, like, eh, like, maybe The Marshmallow Man or certain Mm -hmm. things that I would have maybe, maybe that I felt like this didn't enhance the story. or But I found myself, like, laughing a ton. And so I was like, you know what? I was like I'm laughing a lot and like I love the pra- like you to your point the practical effects of it, not the mm-hmm. all the CGI. So I mean is it, at the risk of sounding like an old person that it is not making like that anymore. You know what <laughs> no. I mean? No. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: How about true. you, Sammy? Anything?
0: Um, nothing specific other than I know there were some extra scenes with Harold Ramis, you know, that they kind of cut out. That would have been nice to see a little bit more of that. Um and like the romance yeah. they were alluding to. Um that's the only thing I can really think of, but it's not super specific.
1: I think it's funny with the secretary in Egon. Yeah. You were the part where she's like, I think you're going to die. And <laughs> yeah. he, he, you see his eyes kind of roll up and it's yeah. like, yeah, sure.
0: Whatever. <laughs> yes.
4: What yeah. did you guys
1: think of her? Janine? she was great. Yeah. She's yes.
4: fantastic. Mm-hmm. I loved her attitude. She's like, oh, Ghostbusters, yeah. what do you want? Yeah, when she's like super
0: pissed. I love <laughs> super it. Super
1: pissed and not having a day off. Like,
0: yeah. I quit
3: better jobs <laughs> than this.
0: Yeah, it's
1: <laughs> great. And Bankman's like, I'm sure your sparkling personality can find another job in like the food service industry. Oh gosh, yeah, but what say? He's like, look at me with your bug eyes.
3: And he walks behind the wall mm-hmm. and he's like, Janine, I'm sorry about the bug eye comment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But I, I think she, she added stuff to the yeah. dynamic of the cast. She
3: brought yeah. something oh. to it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
3: It was kind of mm-hmm. like one of those original, like, I mean, she's not a Ghostbuster, but she's almost like part of that original, like, exactly. Horror. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you, are you surprised they don't do many cons? You know, I was just, you know... I, I The
2: stranger kids do. Like yeah, uh, right? yeah. Like yeah. I feel like
3: if if Bill Murray did, I think it would be like mayhem. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. like, oh my people, goodness. And, and I know John Carpenter does cons and so I'm sure it's it's nuts when he does and they've got to have certain rules in place. So I'm not surprised that like Murray, I mean he's older now, but I I mean I am surprised that they don't get out more. Like I feel mm-hmm. like they would want to kind of hold on to that nostalgia of that film, but
2: Especially you know, with the yeah.
1: new ones coming out. Right. You're like, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a redevelopment of things that mm-hmm. you promoting. I know all the Stranger, kid, stranger Things kid promote the, the new Ghostbusters yeah. Afterlife.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe but that's
1: I, all they need.
4: But yeah, maybe they don't need to. Maybe they want the younger, younger cast to take over and be like, hey, yeah. we, we had our moment to shine with this yeah. franchise. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. You guys run with it. It's yours now kind of thing. We'll be there if you need us, like they are in the new movies, but mm-hmm. we don't need to take mm-hmm. any limelight from you guys. Right. You know, yeah. It could be
1: something like that. Mm-hmm. At this point in time, Ghostbusters kind of sells itself. I mean, you put yeah. a Ghostbusters uh That's logo in a movie mm-hmm. everybody's gonna be there mm-hmm. yeah so sure yeah so i wanted to kind of get into your podcast a little bit i wanted sure. you guys to talk to us about you know the first your name and how did you get want to get started in this sure you want to go first or You want me to go david
4: i mean all i have to say is i got a text from ryan being like hey man i think i want to start a horror podcast you want to do it with me and i was like <laughs> yeah so, so what's he your what he
3: might have more to answer to that question than I do.
1: What's your podcast name first?
3: Uh Sinister Scripts podcast. Okay. So okay. you know the way, the best way I can explain it is uh my my mom's best friend uh who I refer to as my aunt kind of got me started on horror when I was probably about 6 and I'm talking like uh, her favorite actor is Bella Lugosi. So Dracula, black and white, you know, 1930s, yeah, long, like yeah. old stuff. So she had me watching a lot of Bella Lugosi, Lon Chaney, the original wow. monster movies, right? So like yeah. I started back then and then she kind of trans, you know, transformed it into the fog and the people under the stairs and kind of oh, so I really okay. I really got my start from kind of from her because my mom wouldn't let me watch those movies. She was like, yeah. this is you don't need to be watching this. And I would go to yeah. Aunt Stephanie's house. And I was like, "All right, I can watch whatever I want here," and I I did watch whatever I wanted there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my dad, I was probably that's probably ten. Uh, the movie Aliens, the second one, uh, came, which is probably one of the best prequels of all time, or sorry, sequels if we're talking the you know usually the first one's always the best. I think Aliens two is probably better, but we'll go. I that's, would that's agree a, with you. That's a conversation for yeah. another time. But oh, yeah. <laughs> that came on network TV, I believe it was Fox or CBS, so it was heavily mm-hmm. edited, obviously. But yes. I remember watching that. And I remember going to my grandmother's house the next week, and I was all I could talk about was the aliens running through the, the air vents chasing mm-hmm. them. And I was like, I was just I was enamored, I was hooked, I was like, horror is it that that it that is what my lifeblood. And mm-hmm. um <laughs> my wife and David's wife are actually really good friends, and so we met through that and we found out this this mutual. Love and respect for horror. And so we were like, you know what? We sit around and we watch these movies all the time and we talk about them. Why Mm -hmm. don't we just start recording some of this stuff? So that's kind of how Sinister Scripts kind of got started. And I wasn't sure how uh how serious we were at first, but Mm -hmm. then I was like, you know Mm -hmm. what? We let's create an LLC and let's do this damn thing and then let's start like going to these cons and networking and meet like-minded people because we always the people we meet are always the nicest, the greatest, the most generous people. So I'm like, the collaboration is awesome. So I was like, here we are.
1: We're going yep. to start it up and we're hoping to record next month. That's awesome. It's great. You know, for for aliens, you know, the aliens made out of black trash bag. The queen <laughs> alien. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. <laughs>
0: wow. That's, I did not know that. It's
1: that's like, crazy. I mean, it's practical. Yeah, it has like people four people running her legs yeah. and everything. And wow. arms and it's all appendages. So that's it. Black trash bags <laughs> put together.
2: Yeah. And it's it amazing looked, how good it, it looks pretty. on screen. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so believable on screen do you guys yeah. like the predator versus aliens i love the concept <laughs> yes Go ahead, the movies
4: David. haven't panned out as well as they should have i mean i've got a bunch of the comics of the alien versus predator like the video games the movies were let that i still like them for what they were
1: the re- i don't hate them they're just not that great they're rebooting this se- hulu is rebooting the uh, predator series i'm hoping yeah. that it's going to be better because I'm a big fan great. of The Predator.
4: Did you see Prey the last one. Yes, I did. That was great. That was great. Yeah. Yes.
1: Keep doing that. And I think the formula. same director and producer is doing the next one, too. I think yes. so, too, yeah. So yep. I think that's going to be great. But from what I've read, it's going to be like the very first one, like, or it's going to be like in the Civil War or something like that. I've,
3: I it's saw kind of some, fi- yeah, I saw mm-hmm. some fan, some fan theories that it could be like, I mean, we could think about it as much as they talked about for the Predator like a uh, series of it being like time travel and visiting like mm-hmm. how old they are, you mm-hmm. could literally pick any time frame, mm-hmm. whether it's the French Revolution, the Civil War, right? You know, I mean, even present day, you could just drop those Predators into anywhere and make a film on it as long as you do it right. I feel like, which yeah. I think they're on the right track. And I hope that Alien with the new. Uh, movie they're coming out with romulus i hope that i hope they successfully reboot it because the first two were so good and then the next like the third one and then resurrection were kind of just meh Um, i hope Mm -hmm. i hope they can kind of rediscover what made those films so special because i feel like a lot of like like younger like younger kids these days like they don't they don't remember that all they know is like the new stuff and so Mm -hmm. you look back and you're like I want to see them re like kind of reinvent it and like get get popular again because I feel like it's been down for a while. Right? Yes. Did you guys like
1: Prometheus? I did. Yeah. So I did actually. So <laughs> I, liked I liked that movie. Yeah. I mean, I liked both it, of them. They well, uh, the kind of creep me out in it. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah and well, We yeah, should yeah, definitely yeah. add this to the list.
0: That whole we didn't do the whole oh, alien. Yeah.
1: What was it? What was this? What, Covenant was that it? Alien Co- Co- Covenant,
4: I mean, Covenant, Covenant yeah. was the, was the second, second of the one, ones yeah. or whatever, but. I mean, I enjoyed them. I thought that was pretty. cool. You know, they're
1: gonna make a TV series out of the the
3: alien so, stuff. That's what I. So originally, I thought it was supposed to be a series. We talked about mm-hmm. this, David. It was yeah, like, yes. but then they said now it's like Romulus is a film. So I don't know. I'm like, is it a film? And I think, think it's gonna do a prequel film. into a film. Okay, I'd really? be okay. listening. The more con like, you should have no uh, no difficulty getting that funded. Like it's yeah. like you should get a little print money based on that if you do it correctly. Like. Yes. I hope they do, but we'll see, I guess. So
1: with your podcast, how did you come up with your name? <laughs>
3: that was right <Ryan>. honestly, like <laughs> dude, we were like I was going through and putting like name generators on the internet and I was out <laughs> yeah. there on I was out there on Apple Podcasts trying to see like well, who like what names are already taken? Like so many good ones. I actually came across your podcast name. I was like, damn, that's a good name. She sure did. It I
0: was doing the same thing. She I was just like, ah, oh, damn it! Every time I came up with one, I was like, oh, someone has it already. I get you. It's a and
3: then the the name generator popped out sinister, and I was like, okay, sinister. I kind of like that, like the mm-hmm. movie Sinister. And I was like, okay, Sinister what? Sinister what? And then like, I think David was like, what about like a movie script? And I was like, Sinister scripts. And it, I was like, kind of going around with the idea and immediately like yeah. i'm an artistic person i like to draw and so immediately i was like what would the logo look like and i was like mm-hmm. a knife sticking into like a movie script like that for, would be like, cool. awesome like, like like stab like you know from mm-hmm. the screen movies and then i was like oh we can make it like a vhs tape or a comic book because i kind of like we like the 80s throwback slasher uh yep. you know bright colors and so mm-hmm. um actually uh, my tattoo artist is actually working on our logo so hopefully okay. she comes huh. up with something Killer, you'll see on the on the twenty ninth, we hope to post. Uh, you know, on our on our uh hope yes. our first, post our first episode. Hopefully, it looks awesome. But it that's how <laughs> we came up with it. Honestly, a lot of people are like expecting some great story, but I'm like, yeah, name generator. Yeah, we're playing with
1: it. Yeah, that's what how we get came up with ours. Is yeah. the name generator. Yeah, we're both fans just, of
0: same thing. Looking up spooky words. You know, I'm just like, oh, what would be a good thing? Yeah. We're both
1: fans of Halloween, and so that's kind
2: of how yeah. we. Get. Yeah.
0: You How we it. came up with ours? nice.
1: I feel like can you be can you be like
3: can you have a podcast where you talk about horror or go to conventions? and I, I feel like Halloween is like the bare minimum you have to be everyone's a Halloween fan. that's like that's like everyone's yeah. gateway drug right was yeah. like <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Give me an exclusive scoop here. What is your first episode gonna be? So
2: are <laughs> doing Cherokee Creek actually, <laughs> yeah,
3: good old old Cherokee <laughs> Creek. We were actually at Days of the Dead and yep. Uh, I think it's called Scream Team Productions. They had a booth there, and okay. he had several of his uh, several of his Blu-rays. And so we kind of did like a grab bag where we picked up four or five of them. The first one is called Cherokee Creek, and it is about a group of guys that go on a bachelor party trip where they're camping out in the woods, and Bigfoot shows up and mm-hmm. uh, and starts causing mayhem. And uh, it's definitely a throwback. It's is it good no budget. <laughs> this it his moments it has some pretty cool kills in it yeah <laughs> okay. it, it, it probably could have cut about 30 to 35 minutes off of it there was like it kind of drug out a bit in like some of the dialogue points. yeah some of the mm-hmm. dialogue i felt like i'm like this is i'm i'm just staring at the screen and i'm not really gathering anything from it right. but like whenever whenever bigfoot does show up and start like killing people like it there's some pretty cool uh kills and the the effects 100 percent practical effects yeah. like this okay. is all, they, look, they look pretty mm-hmm. good um, yeah so I mean, yeah, that's that's our first episode we're gonna do, I think. So awesome. you, have to look out.
1: you heard it here first. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. Cool. That, that's an ex- exclusive scoop for you. That's right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so we're looking forward to doing that one. I yeah. got. We got to ask you this iconic question. You might have answered this, but mm-hmm. what is your favorite scary movie? Yes. <laughs> All
3: right, David, you go first.
1: I mean, mine will always be Halloween. I know it's cliche as hell, but no,
4: no, that is my nope. favorite uh scary movie of all time if you ask me what the next two are i'll be like i don't know but it's halloween and then a lot Everything. of other stuff <laughs> a lot of
0: less yeah <laughs>
3: a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, i'm gonna have to go with kind of in the same vein as ghostbusters which we talked about tonight i'm gonna have to go with the lost boys i think okay. that's my old like, um i i just love like the 80s vibe of it the fact that you got yeah. the comedy i mean the corey's you know, you've got you, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, Diane Weist, who reminds me a lot of my mom. Actually, it's really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but this the whole, I mean, meeting. I met a uh, Capello, the sax man on the beach. I met him at a con last it was awesome. year. It was the Days of the Dead, and he wow. was the most generous guy, nicest guy. Did the whole picture, had the saxophone, the cod piece. He did the whole, the yes. whole like yes. right there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would have to say, I think Lost Boys when it comes to. Like an '80s
1: uh, horror, like it's it's hard to top that one for me, man. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, something the guy that does the saxophone—that's a role of his lifetime because he Mm -hmm. will never—he gets invited to so many cons from that. We're gonna have him on the the show, but (laughs) he—that that 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 gig just keeps on
3: going.
2: Mm -hmm. I gotta
3: get him. I gotta get him. I, I sent out an email to his people actually to see if we were gonna do an episode later on, but. Um, you know, he was the touring uh, saxophonist for Tina Turner. Yeah. Yep. yep.
0: Yeah.
2: So,
3: like, it was funny because he was like, you know, I didn't get paid anything for Lost Bull. Like, I got paid very little. And, people don't even know like they don't even know about me i'm like dude people know
2: who you no. are yeah, from the Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. and uh,
3: he's like i was like he's like i haven't done much with my career i was like you played with tina turner for like 25 years guys was like nothing <laughs> exactly <laughs>
0: Seems a bit more than nothing
1: yes. but that is the role that keeps on giving mm-hmm. like and people yeah, show yeah. up to his booth and want to get pictures and i bet 100%. he makes a killing at these cons
3: he
0: Must,
3: yeah i i would be willing to bet he does but yeah tim's a super mm-hmm. nice guy I hope, I hope hopefully we can get him on the the, the our podcast once we get rolling, let me know. I'll have to reach yeah. out to you
1: once he, when you when you when you do you know when you're ending the episode? Uh, I'm still waiting to hear back. Okay, uh, you'll have to give me his. I reached out to him on uh Facebook. You'll have to, I went through, yeah, I'll, I'll, we can connect. I reached out to him through his,
3: uh, I don't know, what's, uh, I think it may have been through Instagram.
1: Okay,
2: yeah, but, if you yeah. have his
1: booking email, let me know and that'd okay. be probably helpful. Okay, sure, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, who who That's was awesome. I talking to in the in, on your Instagram? That was me. Okay, okay. Yep. So, yep. bringing up your Instagram, why don't you tell people where they can find you guys? At? Oh yes.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sure. So on Instagram, you can find us at Sinister Scripts.
3: Uh, we're on TikTok at Sinister Scripts Podcast, and um, and then on Facebook at Sinister Scripts. So everything is just all one word, so you can reach out. We're we're trying to post a lot, just try to get the word out there, put you mm-hmm. know content out, just to. Let everybody know kind of what what our account is about, and then you know once yeah. we get some episodes recorded, we're going to post those. Hopefully, we get some cool guests. You know, once we get up and running, you guys right, will have yeah. to come join us. Oh yeah, sure. yeah we would love yeah. To have um, that. Yeah, so yeah, we're looking forward to it. So you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Awesome.
1: Yep. I'm glad you guys were op- open to coming on
2: mm-hmm. because yeah, I <laughs> a lot of
1: people I meet at the con, and I'm like, yeah, come on, it never like materializes, but I'm glad yeah. you guys reached mm-hmm. out. So yeah, absolutely we love Thanks. collaborating with people, especially we have six shows on our network and we just mm-hmm. added That's another crazy. one. Yeah. And um we're just oh, opening a subscription based platform as well. So, yeah, yeah, we were chatting a little bit about that, so I'm glad that we were able to connect. I was, mm-hmm. you know, I gathered
3: I went down there with the intention of going as a fan. Right. And like kind of as we started talking to people we came across a lot of like-minded people who were like, you know, either had you, know, you guys with the podcast, come on and talk about it. And so, yeah. um, you know, I think collaboration, especially in something as niche is like horror. And, you know, you can oh, kind yeah. of expand that to sci fi and, and yeah. supernatural stuff. But uh, I think being able to kind of that collaborative spirit is what kind of keeps this thing going.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Are you,
1: are you guys looking forward to any horror movies coming out? I want to see the one that's in theaters right now. uh What is it? Out of the Darkness.
2: It's in yeah. limited
3: theaters. It's like a, oh, yeah.
2: it's that a cool it's
3: set during like the uh, was it like Paleolithic? It's like Stone Age, and like these mm-hmm. hunters are trekking across the country, and they kind of enter an area where there's some kind of creature that's kind of like starting to pick them off. But mm-hmm. I've heard good things about it, and it's mm-hmm. I think it's doing like a limited run right now. But I kind of want to check that one out. I
4: do. Yeah, it looks very cool. Okay,
1: I'll have to okay. check that out too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. What about you guys? Anything? You're, any of these projects you're looking forward to? Um, well, with the strike and everything, things are slowing down, yeah. Um, what well, is coming up? I out? mean,
0: we're gonna see Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, obviously. Um, I just yeah. saw the, yeah.
1: the Beekeeper. How was that? That was great. The new it Jason looks Statham, ridiculously movie. great. <laughs> it, from if you're, if you're a Jason Statham fan, yeah, definitely tune into my other podcast, it's Robbie Reviews. But okay. I'm reviewing this one, and I—it's great from start to finish. I was just like, "Oh my goodness, he could have a sequel right now." Talk about a guy who like knows his lane yeah. and he
2: stays oh, in it. Oh yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah.
3: he's like, I'm gonna I'm the beekeeper. I'm the general. Like, it's like he's got this mm-hmm. like very specific like character that he plays. And while it's different, like you got the in the Meg and you know yeah. all these other mm-hmm. like he's in a lot of. Uh, uh, English movies too, you know, with like Guy Ritchie stuff. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's so funny how he's just kind of like, you know what? You either, you either pull back and like separate yourself from being that character mm-hmm. or you push into it. And he's yeah, just been like, this is who I am. This is, I'm embracing this and, I'm, <laughs> yeah, and like, this is, exactly. I know, I know what I'm about and I'm going to, I'm this guy. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah. fun, it's fun as hell to watch. If you love the transporter, you'll love the beekeeper. Oh yeah, dude. I have the, the transporter <laughs> and. Uh, he did one, what was, oh God, what was the one I just watched recently? He was in it with, uh, Ben, Ben Foster, uh, The Mechanic, the mechanic, the mechanic. That, that was Dude.
2: great.
3: Yeah. That one was awesome, yeah, he's, every movie. pretty much every Jason Statham movie, like, it's not gonna win an Oscar, but I'm gonna tune in. It's
4: gonna entertain you.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's the point, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly you're looking to see what's coming up
1: yeah i wanted to check Uh, i know there is a movie i'm really looking forward to Uh, i want to see uh kingdom of the planet of the apes i'm really excited about that like uh i'm a big fan of the planet of the apes movie Mm
2: -hmm. yeah
1: do you remember when mark Wahlberg started that one off i thought he would actually bring him back
3: yeah yeah i thought that would be good way way back there Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) yeah That's been a minute. The new ones were good. Like the, the new ones, the, ones are the, really good. The two new ones are real good. I thought it,
1: I was. I, it kind of brought me back in my interest, back into it. And yeah. I think in the new one, they're fighting. Like you have yeah. Caesar, and then he's fighting against other like apes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's okay. where we're at. And that's okay. why I'm excited mm-hmm. to see like how it's going to go.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely tune into that one. Hey, I had a question for you. So Absolutely. you were done at Days of the Dead. Did you get to? Did you catch any of the indie film fest? I got. In there
1: for the last bit, I okay. interviewed a bunch of people. Okay. On the show, which which show are you talking about?
2: Which I movie? Mean,
1: so that has turned into one of
3: my favorite parts of the convention. Honestly, yes. is is watching these people because I have I feel like I have the utmost respect for these people that are doing this on a seven hundred dollar budget, a thousand dollar budget, right, two thousand yeah. dollars yeah and shooting it in their own the parking lot of their you know their apartment complex like mm-hmm. it was so awesome we uh david and i caught uh the activated man we caught that one and um, which was like a full feature and spooked was another good one mm-hmm. and we caught the end of one called red uh red red something Reds. Blue, red red blues what was that one it was a vampire, flick, it was a vampire war, yeah. yeah it was a short basically saying you everybody knows the story of dracula and dracula had his brides well dracula's long dead and his brides have lived on and so what are his brides doing these days now that in COVID hit and they can't go out and find victims very easily. So like one of them was like working in like a coffee shop and like, how do they like, get their victims? It was kind of fu- a funny oh, twist on like these That's brides, funny. Like, I love it. Being actual real people, right. Who were quarantined, mm-hmm. just like the rest of us. So it <laughs> yeah. was really, I really liked watching a lot of those indie films. Mm-hmm. We caught part of cannibal comedian, which apparently is supposed to be fantastic. Um, and I thought it was good, but we just, I think there was like the last half, there was another panel we were trying to catch. But uh, yeah. I actually posted on our TikTok uh, the uh, five of the short films from the Indie Film Fest that you should definitely check out. So go out there on TikTok and, and uh, check that video out and give very you a list cool. of all those names.
1: Yeah. I uh, interviewed like two or three people from Spooked. Nice. Um, we got, I got to get the tail end of that. I wanted to actually yep. see the whole thing. It was, it was good. creepy. But yeah, for what I yeah. saw. It was great. I hope they release it in like, like Amazon or something so we can actually watch it. Mm -hmm. I I do too. I was looking for them the other day because I was like, man, I'd like to go back and watch some of them. A few, I feel like I
3: saw a few maybe on like YouTube. Right. Um, But most of them, they just, the money's
1: not there to like, you know, put them out there on on, on platforms. So it's Mm -hmm. uh, some of them have a little bit bigger budget. That's a shame when it comes to independent media is... Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have a good distribution platform, mm-hmm. right. right? And that's where that kind of falls short. And you need, you need a budget to to get it distributed,
2: mm-hmm.
1: exactly. And I mean, and I mean, with all the
3: physical media, all but being the way of the dinosaur. I mean, yes. which is yeah. also a shame. I hate that. It, I love yeah I, the, it too,
2: yeah,
3: I love having it like the steel book and yes. like putting it in mm-hmm. your DVD player, your Blu Ray player. Like mm-hmm. I love that, but it's just it's not. Like, what happens one day whenever streaming is like, ah, maybe we're not like, you know, I feel like everything's cyclical, right? Everything was CD cassettes, then CDs, and then streaming and vinyl, and now vinyl's back. So I'm wondering maybe if uh, physical media for movies will make its way back. Oh, I'm okay, sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Eventually, yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm so sure. I'm holding on to all mine. <laughs> <Us> <laughs> David's, got, David's got a whole closet full. Yeah, yeah, one, one thing I really time. loved about
1: <laughs> physical DVDs is like the behind the scenes how they shot it. Yeah. You yeah. know, every time you watch a D- DVD and you have the producer or director and he goes through the commentary, commentary. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's, that's a two-hour film school right there. And he basically yes. breaks down the, sh- the movie and yeah. how I shot this and what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I used to eat that up. It's just, you could learn from your favorite directors and just take yeah. notes and be like, okay, he did this shot, let's do this <laughs> shot. And you just learn from your peers
4: yeah that's what i was i was telling ryan that this morning i was because i i watched my copy of ghostbusters and i was like oh i'm gonna check out the special features you know and it's got like uh tricks and trivia i think it was called and i was like well let me see what this is it was the entire movie with production notes in it oh scene by scene like oh you know originally the librarian was supposed to be a 20 year old actress but they decided the way the the actress that was in it how she portrayed running screaming they loved it so they kept her and it was like I was like, "Shit!" I was like, "I wish I knew this. I would have watched the whole thing with that. Like, I could have seen yeah, like all so those cool. little tidbits oh, at yeah. the bottom, and they tell me about it. It was super cool." I was like, wow. "Well, next time I watch Ghostbusters, I'm gonna watch it like that."
0: No kidding. But yeah, you,
1: you lose stuff like that without the mm-hmm. physical media for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I got my last question for you guys. How would you? Sure. What would you rate Ghostbusters?
0: Out of ten. Out of ten. Out of 10? Yeah. ten.
1: Yeah. Um,
3: you go first, David.
4: Uh, I mean. I want It's definitely got to be high. Like, it's definitely got to be like nine, nine point five for me. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
4: nothing, not that it's wrong with it, but like, clearly, like, there's not like 10 out of 10. Like, you got to save that for the, the greatest of cinemas kind of thing. But Ghostbusters is way up there. I mean, I've mm-hmm. loved it since I was a kid. My kids love it. Like, it's just nostalgia for me. And it gets better every time you watch it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I could watch it like any day of the
3: week, any time of the year. Still mm-hmm. a great movie. Gotcha. Okay. I, I'd probably do I'd probably do an eight. I won't go as high as Dave, but I'd probably do an eight. But I, I feel like anything for me over a seven is like rewatch material, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter's seven and she was like, oh, you're doing a podcast about the Ghostbusters. That sounds scary. And I'm like, That's... there's a few scenes where I'm like, maybe, <laughs> maybe we can watch it soon. So I'm like excited to kind of share this stuff with her as she gets older. But mm-hmm. I mean, as far as like my ranking, I mean, when when you look at that cast of you know Bill and Dan and mm-hmm. and Harold and you know it doesn't get much better. Right. The cast yes. is great. The music is great. It's mm-hmm. uh, you know the practical effects. You kind of put all that together, and it just you know it it's pretty close to perfection. To your point, David, I don't think you know ten out of ten is going to be kind of tough to come by. But I definitely give it eight out of ten.
2: Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Sammy? Mm,
0: I would say a nine. Yeah, because it still makes me laugh. I still enjoy watching it. I'm not trying to play on my phone at all during it, like saying the lines (laughs) along with it, you know? So, yeah, I think for that rewatchability factor, that's why I would rate it higher for me, just because it's so enjoyable. Uh,
1: I would agree with you. And a 10 out of 10 movie is hard to come by, Mm -hmm. especially if you can uh, get me to put my phone down and want to, especially being at home, put my phone down and actually want to watch it straight Mm -hmm. through. I would go about an Mm
2: 8.59.
1: That's that's solid. Solid Because to your point, streaming is great, but we are movie theater people. We like going to the movie theater because you go to the movie theater and you're committed to that movie. Mm -hmm. You put your phone away, you don't have your dogs or anything, you're going to watch that movie. Mm -hmm. At home, you have your kids, you have your phone, you're watching movies but you miss things and you're like, damn, I got to go. So if you can get a movie today to make you put all that on pause for the two hours, you're winning. Mm-hmm. For sure. 100% agree with you. You couldn't mm-hmm. have said it better.
3: I think Absolutely. too many times I'm watching my phone, especially on stuff I've seen before, which I've seen Ghostbusters. And to your, your point, Sammy, I was like, I wasn't watching my phone last night. I was laughing. Mm-hmm. Like the scene, yeah. what was the scene where he was like, is it true? And he's like, yes, it's true. <laughs> this man has no dick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was like, I looked at my wife, I go, I don't remember this. (laughs) I I was catching those little things that I hadn't seen in years. And I was like, this is just really enjoyable watch.
2: Mm -hmm. One of the best
1: parts is uh, when the mayor is like, the guy, the e- guy from the EPA, is like, yeah. you can't possibly be entertaining this. And he's the mayor's like, get him out of here. And yeah, Bakeman's get... like, I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna send you a fruit basket. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that was all improv too. That whole scene where of he starts course. pointing his finger at him, mm-hmm. the whole thing was improv. You That's know, so Bill Murray does not have an agent, right? No. You basically call this number. You mm-hmm. leave a voicemail. And if he likes the project, he'll get back to you. <laughs> that's how people <laughs> book him. Not that's even I don't doubt a little bit. I don't doubt that at all. No. Bill Murray's is that big in Hollywood that he doesn't even need representation. He just, you want me, you call me. Oh yep.
2: my goodness. Yeah.
1: My uh, my aunt
3: who got me into horror for years, Bill Murray is one of her favorites. And she used to tell me when I was I was probably ten, and she was like, you know what? She's like, I'd have Bill Murray's kids. She's like, I don't want any more kids, but I'd have his. Like
2: <laughs> Okay. Like, <laughs>
3: And I was like, "Listen, I was like, Bill Murray is. And you see those videos of him, like just showing up at uh at like bar mitzvahs yeah, and weddings, and yeah, sort of tending bar. I was like, Why can't that happen to me? Why can't is I be right? out somewhere where Bill Murray shows up? It's Just randomly, that that'd be awesome. Hey, <laughs> you can Could you bear a dream, I guess, oh, yeah.
1: As, as, is there any people that you want to see at a con, or want to meet? Want to meet at a con? Oh. That one guest that you're just like, oh man."
3: Oh my goodness.
1: I would love to see Sigourney, just so I could also
4: get her Mm -hmm. autograph on my nerf aliens gun, because I got a bunch of other people to sign it already. Mm -hmm. I would love for her to and just talk to her. She seems like a
3: genuine person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a great question maybe maybe john carpenter i feel like just for what he's done for the Mm. for the genre just as a whole like that would be a really cool one Mm. uh robert england which would be cool i mean i know he goes to a lot of cons i've just missed him so far but uh Mm -hmm. you know some of these guys you know especially from the movies that we grew up watching like they're not getting any younger and i saw that i saw that when we met lance hendrickson and i was like man like he's in his 80s and like you just don't know when these guys are You know and you know women are not going to be around forever right Mm -hmm. so it's cool that they still come out and so trying to take advantage of that but i'd have to say john carpenter because he's a legend Mm -hmm. so
1: we were at spooky empire with robert england and people line up six hours in advance before he gets in the building yeah, I believe it And okay. he and he was like, I'm not gonna leave until I sign everybody's autograph.
0: That's the best that's part. Cool. Is he he wants to meet everything
1: And fan. like I heard that he will actually give you that time. Like he'll bullshit around with you, mm-hmm. he'll yeah. chat with does
0: rush you. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: that's I I've perfect. heard that handlers at the show actually have to hurry him up. <laughs> <laughs> that's all awesome.
3: That's you know, that's it's it's a breath of fresh air especially when you hear all the stories of celebrities who are not nice to fans and i try to cut them some slack because like if you're a celebrity sometimes you just want to have a meal sometimes you're out with your family yeah. and you don't want people approaching you so i understand exactly. that too but if you make the effort to go to a convention where the entire sole purpose is for you to interact with your fans man sell out sell out um, for it and be engaged matthew lillard was the yes. prime example dude I mean Guess with was, me, yeah. I mean I'm an adult. I'm grown. He was like nice to meet you. It was fine. We were it was very nice. But I watched him interact with the, the kids and it mm-hmm. was incredible. He
1: was so involved and I'm like, look, that's what you need. That's all you want. Mm-hmm. I will tell you something. At Days of the Dead, uh Sunday morning, the peeve, the actors from Hellraiser walked yeah. to the, the convention floor. Yeah. Yeah. And I had no idea who these people were. They were from <laughs> England though. And I remember yeah. going up to him and being like Oh my goodness, you sound like you're from England. <laughs> from the friends? Because yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. I see from England, I'd say that you because does, of yeah. friends, yes. right? Mm. And they're like, oh, we're from Hellraiser. I'm like, oh, you're Shit. from Hellraiser. That's great. <laughs> it. Are you like. Right. An- are you like an extra or something? And they're like, no, we were the main people. And I've I'm like, they practice. had the mask. Like, <laughs> oh Pinhead came by. I knew yeah. who he was. Yeah. But like yeah. all the other ones, I was just yeah. like, oh, here's a card. Here's a card. Yeah. Everybody yeah. that Why came not? by, I was just like, take a card. And they're like, br- they're like, they're Brill- like <laughs> brilliant. Because uh, on, on my card, it has the QR codes and everything. And yeah. like, oh, yeah. that's brilliant. But they were <laughs> super nice people.
2: Yeah, they were. Awesome.
1: Awesome. I was okay. just like, yeah, that's great.
3: You know whose line I was shocked at at Days of the Dead, like how long it was, was Alyssa Sutherland from Evil Dead Rise. Yes. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. I mean, I know that she had, to, and I'm glad I got to talk to her before, because on Sunday she left early because she wasn't feeling well. Actually, when she did her panel and her Q&A, she had, like, she couldn't talk very loud because she had, like, some kind of cough and, like, a sore throat. But, dude, like, her line was, like, out into the lobby. And, oh, like wow. Saturday, And she, yeah. was,
1: she was so pleasant and so nice. It's a girl that was from The Blade. At Days of the Dead, okay. Do you know who she is from Blade? Yeah, the girl from Blade. She was from Blade, Cry Baby with Johnny Depp. Yeah, I, you, I'm drawing a blank. I don't remember. Yeah. I cannot Tracy remember.
3: Lords was
2: it Tracy, Tracy Lords? Lords. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, she was okay. a
1: porn star. Yeah, yeah. I did not I know, did know that. that. Like she got into the porn industry at 16 years old, right? Ooh, and yes. then she lied to all these producers. So if you can actually find a they this came out and they took every producer took down her scene because she was underage like if you can find a scene it's like gold right i'm not promoting that but i'm just saying (laughs) i found out that weekend that she was an old porn star i wanted to interview her for blade i was like oh she's cool she's in blade and i forgot she was in crybaby with johnny Depp and all that yeah but they were like oh you don't know who tracy lords is and they're like she was a porn star and i was like jeez i had no idea right? (laughs) <laughs>
3: okay yeah no i didn't i had no idea but that was there were some there were some cool celebrities there i like atlanta days of the dead they do a really good job of not having a lot of repeat come back yes which, so. um you know the first year was the big terrifier party and that was awesome and then this year i'm like okay aliens they seem to really bring in a group yes. of celebrity and then the hellraiser mm-hmm. folks too like that was pretty cool um yep. to see them all there so some mm-hmm. sons of anarchy had a lot of folks there last year um so they did a really good job with that convention overall so Hopefully, it keeps going
1: indefinitely. Are yeah. you guys going to plan on doing any uh, Florida cons like Spookala, <laughs> Spooky Empire? Which ones would you recommend? I mean, uh, I love we love Spookala.
0: That's our favorite. Yeah. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I like Spooky Empire, but it's very expensive to go to.
0: Yeah, it's okay. And
1: it's but I like Spookala better. Just mm-hmm. as a vendor, mm-hmm. they do yeah. more for us. They. Mm-hmm. Just go out of their way, and
0: it's a little smaller, so kind yes. of like Days of the Dead. Like the people, the guests, the stars there, yeah. they will just wander around and check out the scenes, okay. especially like at the beginning of the day and the end of the day. As yeah. we okay. saw, David Arquette, Matthew Lillard, Bam, okay. obviously, Bam. Um, Jason Mewes. Okay,
1: um, <laughs> nice. He was on this little scooter thing, mm-hmm. and he rolled uh, Jason, by, yeah. Jason Mews. and I by was by. like, hey, I'm a vendor, I'll never get to see you again. Can I get a picture? He literally turned around, scooted by our booth, and I snapped <laughs> yeah, up a picture real a quick. Selfie, yeah.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> and That's I'll awesome. tell
1: you a story about Matthew Lillard is uh, we sold something to this guy at Spook, Spokala in Tampa, and he was mm-hmm. like, hey, I'll, I'll tweet something at you. Let's take a picture. Well, we're getting ready to take this picture, and this guy's like, Oh, I'll take your picture. You know how people are at
0: cons. Oh, yeah. I'll take your oh, picture. I'll actor. take it for you. Yeah. It's yeah.
1: fucking Matthew Lillard. He's really? like, I'll take it.
0: And then <laughs> he shit. takes our
1: picture, and he's like, Oh, he act like he's walking away. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> no we need we're... to get a picture with we you. We need a selfie yeah. right now with you. <laughs> so we basically did a selfie with all three of us in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was that's like, amazing. oh, my God, that's super cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's amazing.
3: That's, that's what so what I like,
2: <laughs> so, okay.
1: And when is that? Is that one already happened this year? No, that, mm-hmm. that will be in April 5th through the 7th.
0: Right, and if you it's guys want to go, let in us Tampa. know. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they have another one in October, but I don't know. Yeah, I mentioned those dates. We're going to but... be at
1: we're going to be at April and October one. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. October so do... one
1: always jumps off, mm-hmm. so those dates okay. are April fifth through the seventh. Yes. Okay. In Tampa.
3: Okay, and so they do two of them. They do one in yeah. the yeah. okay. Yeah, I have, mm-hmm. yeah, have to look. I have to see. Look at the schedule. You know, I've got some travel coming up, but I would love to. Go to another con and if you guys are going to be there that's going to be a mm-hmm. plus you know yeah, so Absolutely. we're going to do spooky empire
1: in october and right. we're going to do spokala in october
3: mm-hmm. so okay. we always cool. do two
1: of them
2: yeah okay mm-hmm. cool well so. yeah we'll have
1: to as soon as we start looking at some future
3: cons we'll we'll let you we'll drop a line and yeah. let you know where yeah, we're we'll going to be guys yeah <laughs> and <laughs> we'll and definitely good...
1: help promote you guys and have you guys back on the show yeah awesome i appreciate that yeah, yeah. We, we appreciate it. you guys
3: on as well we were going to get a little recorder so we can go around, you know, the conventions and maybe do some on-site interviews with some That's people. Awesome. Um Just even if it's a quick chat, just uh, introducing the podcast kind of thing, you know, just mm. trying to get out there and meet some new folks. So, mm. um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing about how ha- I do like having the booth. I meet a lot of people, but I'm not, I can't always go around to the celebrities and interview them. Yeah. Because right, we're yeah. like, uh, one way or the other. So we focus on sales and yeah. then I'm just like, well, hit me up afterwards mm-hmm. because I, I once when I'm at the show, I get into show mode and I'm just like, right. Oh, I got to sell, sell, sell. Mm-hmm. And so. Right. Exactly. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we, we've, we've
3: kind of toyed with the idea of like, Hey, maybe like after a year, like once we've got a bunch of episodes, maybe getting a booth, you know, maybe not next year at days of the dead, but the year after kind of, mm-hmm. you know, seeing if we can maybe record some live, you know, mm-hmm. on site, you know, episodes, episodes kind of stuff. Yeah. Kinda of thing, so. You know, we're still we're very new, so we're learning, kind of trying to figure out the process and kind of figure out the cadence with David yeah. and I being mm-hmm. on together and kind of how because we want you you don't want to be the same. Like I like right. your guys' setup, right, where you do the trivia and some fun facts and talk about the film. I've seen yeah. other ones where they do like more of a scene by scene of the movie, mm-hmm. you know, more in depth. So you kind of gotta find what's what works for you what's your stick what's your what's Mm -hmm. your 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 process gonna be so we're still trying to figure that out um it may take a little while to get it going but i'm I'm excited about it yeah it's fine i'm excited to get out there and just you know talk about horror
0: yeah Mm -hmm. it's It's, a lot of fun yeah it is yeah that's the important Uh, part Mm -hmm. definitely
1: after the podcast if you could shoot me that guy's uh booking information that'd be great yeah, yeah, I'll take a look back and see if I i, I believe I've got it, but I'll send it that to that'd you. That'd be great. And oh, if you yeah. guys want to get in touch with anybody, if I have their contact, mm-hmm. let me know. That's We've true. had uh, Nico Hughes on and okay. Tyler Main.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh, I saw
1: that, yeah. That's a, that, I, did, I actually looked on YouTube and I was like, oh, snap, Tyler
3: Main, okay. He's a very cool guy. <laughs> so
0: nice. Very yeah. cool guy. Mm-hmm. We
1: had uh, Leonor, Leonora Shelfo. from Shelfo from Scream. Okay. Uh we're trying to have Lee on uh, the original Ghostface. Yeah. I've gotten in touch with uh Don
0: Shanks,
1: Don uh, from all, Halloween. Halloween, all the people from uh Monster Squad. Oh, okay. Rudy, that those are the next people coming onto the show. Hopefully. Nice. <laughs> yeah.
2: We're trying there to get they,
1: Rudy, uh... <laughs> uh Sean and uh Phoebe on
2: all at the same time.
3: Ooh. Oh sweet. That'd
1: be that'd be awesome.
3: Yeah, we've so. actually
1: There's a i don't
3: know if you've ever heard of it there's a there's like a fan-made film it's supposed to be like uh after the original halloween called the haddonfield nightmare um Mm -hmm. and they did like Mm -hmm. an indiegogo for it right and so they just they did haddonfield nightmare the full film is on youtube for free you can watch it and they're Mm -hmm. filming the second part which is called the last nightmare and it's supposed to be like their ending for the what would have been the original halloween trilogy between the first film and the second one i actually just bought they did like a they're doing a fundraiser now and I got the DVD or the Blu-ray for the first and second film. Okay. I reached out to them and I was like, "Hey, would you guys, you know, I just bought these. I want to watch them. I'd love to do an episode on this podcast. You want to come on?" They were like, "Hell yeah, we'll be on the podcast." I thought it'd be cool to talk to them about the process of
2: oh, doing sure. a
3: fan-funded Film, especially something yeah. like Halloween, that's so recognizable. So, mm-hmm. if you're interested, I'd be willing to. I
1: can pass you their information yeah. also. Yeah, that'd be
3: awesome.
0: If
1: you're looking for another another people to uh, interview is halloween death walks among us oh yeah they did Fan main film too with uh, michael
0: myers but they also did crossover jason shows up in the second one yeah
1: you can find them on youtube uh, halloween death walks among us Mm -hmm. okay halloween stocks is a good one i'm trying to get in touch with the director of that one okay but yeah, we'll swap That's information. Awesome. Yeah, definitely.
3: Yeah. I I lo- I love it. I love anything. Anything I have, any information I can have, I'll pass along. So absolutely, I yeah. really appreciate yeah. you guys. You know, yeah. having us on and chatting for a bit. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, of Do You guys
1: want to say any last comments
3: before? Um, i don't have anything else like i said thank you again for having us on it was it was a lot of fun to talk about ghostbusters and just kind of we've been all over the map tonight so yeah. that was a lot yes. of fun but that's how it um, goes yeah you can you can find us we're going to be like i said our first episode should be posting um end of uh, end of uh, march that's around the 29th That's sinister scripts so you can find us on tiktok facebook and uh instagram mm-hmm. and so we're going to be doing horror movie reviews so if you have a movie you want to hear you know drop us a line yeah, and we'll we reach out watch to us, as as us know. And, mm-hmm.
4: and uh yeah thanks again guys for having us on it was a blast um it's good to meet new people who all love the same
1: shit we do and yes. just talk about it it's great mm-hmm. absolutely remember if you guys want to be on rant radio don't forget to call the number mm-hmm. yeah that's open <laughs> to you guys too
0: yes I've that been absolutely.
1: waiting for
3: a rant to like every now and then one will just hit me on the head and I'm like I got a vent somewhere so I'm kind of waiting <laughs> for that to happen and then I'm going to call in and be like here it is. That's there you go. That's I what can't it's wait. Way.
0: yes
1: mm-hmm. can't wait. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well thank awesome. you so
3: much for having us on guys. Yes. I appreciate yes, it. Thanks course. guys.
1: Thank, thank you guys. You. you guys stay spooky out there. Please absolutely. like, subscribe and is that about it Sammy? Yeah I think that's it. <laughs> Alright. Until yeah. next time.
2: Yeah. Alright. have a Bye guys. Bye.
1: Take care.
0: You Can't Kill the Boogeyman Podcast is produced and hosted by Robbie and Sammy Brooksby as part of the Limitless Broadcasting Podcast Network. Post-production and intro by Sammy Brooksby. Follow the show on Instagram at BoogeymanPod. You can also follow the Limitless Broadcasting company at Limitless Broadcasting and your horror hosts at Robert1950studios and at TheSamitLamb. We also have a TikTok at 1950studios. Email your creepy comments and spooky suggestions to us at boogeymanpod at gmail.com. Don't forget, everyone is entitled to one good scare. Have a horrific week!